Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Trust Center Pro. Nobody pray for me. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds with Wes Moore and Joe Franklin on 1037 The Buzz. Since I've coached against Coach Barnes, uh, they cut harder than any team in the league. They run their offense as well as any team in the league. They're a high assist team. There'll be four to five passes made without a dribble. They have a star or a superstar player who's going to be an NBA high draft pick in Dalton Connect, um, who's a transfer from a smaller Division I school. Think about these guys that we've been focal points of our scouting reports in the past. Josiah James. Uh, Viscovi, Ziegler, those guys have been the focal points of past scouts. And now we're throwing Dalton Connect ahead of those guys in our preparation. That shows you how good this team is. I think the Tennessee team, with their talent level, their length, their basketball IQ, and their coaching, is a team that can play for a Final Four or a national championship. Absolutely loaded. Number eight, Tennessee, coming to Bud Walton Arena tomorrow night. Glad you're with us. It's out of bounds. Westmore, Joe Franklin. Number eight, Tennessee, coming to Bud Walton Arena tomorrow night. They fell a couple spots after losing to Texas A&M Saturday. And they are low. I've watched Tennessee a couple of times. I like watching them play, Joe, because of what he said. You, you throw in uh, Vescovy and Ziegler and Connect now. They got some dudes that can flat-out ball. And for them to go to A&M and lose like that, I was blown away. A team was capable of shutting them down and scoring on them because that's one of the things about Tennessee. They play defense. They get after you, and A&M had one of those nights where the shots were going in to put up 80-something points on them. So speaking of that, you know, we can't look ahead, or the Razorback basketball team can't look ahead, but our out-of-bounds question of the day, which of the next three games does Arkansas have the best chance to win? And two of those teams we're talking about in Tennessee and A&M are part of the poll. So it's Tennessee... Mississippi State, Texas A&M, and Mississippi State has run away with it by far, 74%, with 31 votes. Next, though, is Tennessee with 16 votes, or 16%, and then A&M with 9.7%. So um, maybe feeling a little bit better between Tennessee and A&M because the Tennessee game is at home, but Mississippi State, by far, in the poll, has run away to say Arkansas has the best chance of winning the game against Mississippi State. I tell you what, I'm surprised about that, Joe. I I honestly thought it would maybe be A&M since they beat A&M earlier this season at Bud Walton Arena and uh, jumped out to a 20 point lead. And I, I know they had to hold on, you know, for dear life to win that game. But I thought, you know, people would think beat them once can beat them again. And then I thought maybe Tennessee because it's at home. That's it because it's a home game. But, man, that is, that's a little surprising that Mississippi State's winning it right now. Maybe it's just the early returns. Maybe we'll see that change a little bit. Um, i I got to look up the history, the past history of Arkansas at Mississippi State, at Starkville. Because I, I want to say it feels like they have had some success in Starkville before. Well, that's what it is. It's uh, probably the no respect factor for Mississippi State. And uh, already seen Texas A&M, so you know what they bring to the table. And then Tennessee being one of the higher-ranked teams. So that's probably where it starts, where people aren't putting Mississippi State in that conversation and really not respecting them for the the way that they played this year. It probably doesn't help that A&M just blew out Tennessee at home. So you're like, dang, A&M is good at home. A&M lost to LSU at home. And, you know, they're a up-and-down team. They're, They're... A&M's been a tough one for me to figure out. I thought they were going to be a contender to win the SEC this year, and it's been a disappointing year. They're an NCAA tournament team. They're not in jeopardy of missing the tournament. It's not that disappointing. It's not Arkansas disappointing. It's just they haven't 
lived up to some of the hype with uh, like Wade Taylor the fourth. That guy can uh, absolutely go boots. Um, boots Radford, heck of a score. Uh, they got big guys too, and for some reason it just hasn't clicked for A and M in the SEC play. And I love Buzz Williams. I think he's a very good coach. Uh, but uh, Mississippi State is going to be tough, too. I looked at the net rankings today. Tennessee net ranking is number six in the country. Mississippi State is 36. Texas A&M's 37. And A&M's net ranking just jumped up uh, after their victory over Tennessee quite a bit. But you've got, in the next three games, three top 30, top 40, let's say, net ranking teams. And um, if you have, if you're one of the uh, optimists out there, if you're still one of those still hold, holding out hope, here's where you got a chance. Here's where you can make your run. You, you, you win the next three, and your net ranking is just going to poof, go through the roof. I mean, you're, you're going to go from where they are, what, 120, 130, something like that. It'll go down drastically with those three wins. And then you come home and you get a couple winnable games with Missouri and Vanderbilt. So two of the two of the next three would do them some good oh, because yeah, yeah. it would be establishing something and, and playing a little bit better. So if you're yeah. able to come away with two of the three, but when you look at Arkansas and the way they played this year, there's nobody looking at these next three games expecting Arkansas to win two of the three or or one. go three and zero. Oh. One of three, <laughs> most most likely, yeah, one of the three. Yeah, if jo- that, if that. Yeah, Joe and I had a, we had a little production meeting before the show, and uh, we knew, and we said if we put none, it would run away with it. If it, you know, what's the most one or put as one of the choices, none of the three, that would easily win our poll today. And that's, I mean, they're going to be. I don't think. Let me look. I'll I'll look real quick. The Bet Saracen line. I do not think it's out. I was on Bet Saracen earlier this morning. Saw, saw a game I really like, by the way. Uh, Ole Miss at Kentucky. Kentucky's been struggling. Lost three straight games. Ole Miss is getting eight and a half points at Kentucky. Oh yeah, I that's like a big that. line. It is. I but like this that is game. where Kentucky does get right, though. No, nothing yet. Although, double R props are out already. Wow. Oh, all right. Way to go, Saracen. Yeah, the double R props for the Tennessee game just hit here in the last hour because I was on earlier this morning and didn't see uh, anything on Arkansas. So no line yet on Arkansas, but I got to think Tennessee's favored by seven, eight, Joe? Is that too much? No, no, that's about right. Seven or eight? With with Tennessee being as highly ranked yeah. as they are. Uh, and then when you go on the road against Mississippi State and Texas A&M, you're going to be a road dog. Um, probably about the same. Maybe, maybe even more. Bud Walton Arena is worth a lot. You put Arkansas, Tennessee on a neutral court. Tennessee's a double-digit favorite easily. Neutral court, Arkansas, Tennessee. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Double yeah. digits. Yeah. So 12. yeah, that's twelve. I'll, I'll, I'll say seven, seven or eight. So here's one of the double R props: L. Ellis and Keon Menafield mm-hmm. over five and a half rebounds combined, mm-hmm. and over three and a half free throws com- combined mm-hmm. attempted. Hmm. You know, for a guy that goes to the rim, as much as Menefield does, he doesn't go to the free throw line a whole lot. He doesn't draw fouls. I'd, I'd have to, so, I'd, so combined, as long as the two of those players yeah. combined attempt four free throws mm-hmm. and they have six rebounds, it's plus 185. I don't know if I like that. I mean, it's worth a shot, though, because it, it is some nice plus money. Yeah, I like winning, though. <laughs> Hold on, I was pulling up the box score. Just uh, for, what is this, uh, Arkansas-Kentucky. Oh, Arkansas, this is old box score. Arkansas-Georgia. Let's see, uh, L had three rebounds against Kentucky, one of two from the free throw line, and... Wow, he... Minifield didn't play against Kentucky. Yeah, even in the last game, um, let's see, Menafil, he attempted two free throws, and L. Ellis, no free throws. Mm-mm. So that's why it it's, mm-hmm. it goes on averages, what, what these players mm-hmm. have done over the last few games. And then with the rebounds, yeah, these guys aren't getting many, <laughs> many rebounds at all. They had two combined against Georgia. Yeah, that's why I said I don't know if I like that one. 
Yeah, Randy, Randy explained it to us yesterday that he took a look at the averages of SEC games, and that's the text he just sent me and says it's looking at SEC stats and the averages that they've had in SEC games. Devo Davis, over three and a half points okay. and over two and a half assists, plus 175. Okay, I'd, be, I'd like that one more than the first one you said with Minifield and L. Ellis. Um, Devo was very, um, I think, conscious of working himself into the flow of the game. You know, sometimes when you've been out, whether it's an injury or whatever the situation is, you want to come in, you don't want to make waves, right? You want, you want to come in and fit in as a team member. And I felt like Devo did a very good job of moving the ball and not looking for a shot unless it had to be taken or he was wide open. And I think he may look to score a little bit more against Tennessee. Because Tennessee is very good defensively. And you're going to have more situations where shot clock's winding down. Somebody's got to take that shot. Somebody's got to get to the basket. And I don't know why, but it seems to find Devo's hands a lot in that situation. He may have some of those opportunities because of maybe not respecting his shot. Mm-hmm. And saying, you know, if, if they're going to beat us, let's leave the ball in his hands to see if he can beat us. Devo took that just that one shot. He was uh, one of one. He had four points against uh um, Georgia on Saturday missed that one free throw at the end of the game. That was that was key. Could have hurt a lot, but they got by with it. So yeah, I like that one a little bit better. There are plenty more on there though. If you want to check out the double R props on Bet Saracen, and just another reason why you got to download that Saracen app. That's why it's Arkansas's favorite. Let's go to Ryan in Hot Springs. Ryan, welcome into Out of Bounds. Now, so are, is the voting is that they they think we're going to beat uh, Mississippi State more than we'll beat Tennessee? Yeah, well, that that's correct? our that's our question of the day, Ryan. We're asking our listeners which out of the next three games is the most likely for Arkansas to win: Tennessee at home, at Mississippi State, or at Texas A and M. Oh, um, myself, I think I'm going to have to go with the Tennessee the, the way we've played. It's not necessarily that I actually believe we'll beat them. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of the way we've been so up and down. I mean, you, we've got the talent to beat Purdue and, and Duke, and then we turn around and lose teams like LSU. And and uh, and honestly, uh, if, if I'm correct, which uh, I, I don't think uh, Muss's record at uh, at uh, uh, Mississippi State is very good. Uh, in fact, I know of two teams that were that had uh, that were really good that uh, went to the Elite Eight and and went on the road and got their heads. Caved in by Mississippi State, but uh, that's my thoughts. Hope y'all have a great day. Go Hogs! All right, Ryan. Go take care of that kid. Be all right. Uh, I agree. I almost really, if I, I have not voted yet, and I'm still kind of thinking about it, um, I would probably, even though Tennessee's really good, I would probably lean right now to the home game. When you have a struggling team. It's hard for a struggling team to go on the road and beat a quality team. It, it just takes something special like a uh, night where your, your threes are falling and, you know, for this team, for them to make it like eight or nine threes out of 17, 18, it would take something special like that where you're just shooting the ball really well to go on the road and beat either A&M or Mississippi State. At home, you just... Crazy things happen at Bud Walton Arena. A little and, more comfortable. Yeah, and uh, the defense is a little better. That's what it's to me for them to beat Tennessee. They're going to have to play their best defensive game, and Tennessee has, you know, they have had that problem in the past. You got to hold Tennessee to like sixty-two, sixty-five points, and try to beat them like sixty-nine, sixty-five. See, but teams like that, they happen to be more aware. They when they're coming off a bad loss. And on the and especially on the road, when uh, when they go back on the road, they're going to have a heightened sense of awareness, more effort into the game, and and trying to get off to those fast starts. And so that's something that Arkansas needs to be aware of is the way that Tennessee is coming into this game because of the fact that they got beat on the road. All right, I went over to uh, HogStats.com to uh, take a look at the series between Arkansas and Mississippi State. Last year, Mississippi State beat Arkansas in Fayetteville, 70-64. to 
the year before Arkansas beat Mississippi State. So they haven't gone to Starkville since the 21-22 season. So it would be two years ago, and Arkansas was blown out by 20. The time before that was in 2020, the uh, COVID year, I guess. Um, and they lost that game in Starkville. They lost in Starkville. When is the last time they won in Starkville? They lost in 18. They lost in 16. Good Lord. They You have to go all the way back to 2015. Is this correct? To find a victory against Mississippi State in Starkville? 65-61. They have struggled there. Let me. That's a loss in Starkville. 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 Yes, that is correct. The last time Arkansas beat Mississippi State would be 2015. We're going on nine years ago. And uh, at the time, Mississippi State was ranked number 18 in the country. So it was a very good win for that team in 2018. So when, when we discussed this, and not that we try to sway votes one way or another, first thought was Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. And that's because they've had a look at A&M. Mississippi State, they haven't seen that team this year. So there, there was just kind of thinking that A&M, you know what they bring to the table, Mississippi State, they're still a mystery until you take the court with them to know exactly what they have. Arkansas beat Texas A&M in College Station in 2019. So at least it's been you know, a little bit more recency, but nobody on this team has won in College Station or Starkville. Let's put it that way. Uh, Arkansas lost in College Station last year uh, by six, and then they lost there in 2022 by five, and they lost there in 2020 by eight. Close games. But, yeah, the last victory came in 2019 against Texas A&M. So got a couple of streaks going. So I don't know if we're swaying our listeners on how they would vote. After looking that up, I'd go Tennessee. Tennessee at home. Tennessee at home is your best chance. <laughs> and we've uh, also figured that they're going to be about a seven- or eight-point underdog to the Volunteers. At least that's my guess when Bet Saracen puts that lines out. All right, that is our question of the day. Coming up on the show, Matt Zimmerman will join us. We'll pose that question to him. We'll put him on the spot. He'll say, oh, we can win all three of those games. Oh, yeah. You know, that's possible. And we're due. That's what it is. They're due. They haven't won there in a long time. So, you know, just the odds are on your side. You know, you you go to the roulette table and it hits black four or five times in a row. You got to bet red. It's due. Um, Also coming up, oh, coming up next, Chris Curry will join us, the head coach of the Little Rock Trojans. They are picked to win the OVC Conference. They also have the preseason pitcher of the year who led the country in ERA last year, better than Paul Skeens. That's amazing to think about. <laughs> That's a great stat. And he, yeah, uh, Jackson Wells returns this year, and he is the OVC preseason pitcher of the year. And they had, I think it was four guys on the preseason uh, OVC team. Um, so they got a good team. And uh, they get started Friday. And baseball season's right around the corner. Dave Van Horn, they had their big... Uh, press conference today for the uh, series in Arlington that's coming up in in next weekend. They, the four or five coaches, six, however many coaches, they all had a big Zoom meeting today and had a, a press conference. But Coach Van Horn will speak to the Arkansas media tomorrow. Um, so yeah, it is baseball season's here, and it looks like the weather's going to be decent for this weekend. You always have to worry about that for baseball. Uh, yeah, especially in February. So. Uh, we'll talk a little baseball with Coach Curry. He's always uh, a fun guy to talk uh, talk to. He'll join us when we come back, and we'll take some more phone calls. And we got Super Bowl talk. Got a couple things I want to get to. Heard a great interview this morning. We'll discuss that. And who's more likely to go back to the Super Bowl next year, 49ers or Chiefs? That's almost like an alternate question of the day. We'll get it posted. Well, we can do it. There are no rules on that. We can do as many as we want to. Heck, we've done three or four before on the zone. We'll have part two, part three, part four. Next up, though, it's baseball, college baseball with Chris Curry, the Little Rock Trojans. Stick around. This is Out of Bounds. High school and college baseball are back. Join me, Kevin Bohannon, every Tuesday at 430 for Around the Horn on Drive Time Sports, sponsored by Wood Family Dealerships in Batesville. This is 
Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, Texas Tech pulled the upset over sixth-ranked Kansas, winning 79 to 50. They were led by sophomore guard Darren Williams, who had 30 points on 12 of 12 from the floor and 11 rebounds. For the season, he's averaging just nine points and seven rebounds. Tonight in the SEC, Vanderbilt will host Texas A&M at six on ESPNU. Florida will take on LSU at seven in the Swamp on the SEC Network. Then 22nd-ranked Kentucky will host Ole Miss at eight on ESPN. And nationally, there's just one ranked matchup. 12th-ranked Baylor will host 25th-ranked Oklahoma at 8 on ESPN2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. This is Trey Reed from the Wild Side on 103.7 The Buzz, inviting you to join Mark Hedrick and me Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Brought to you by West Rock Landing at Lake Maumel, Edwards Food Giant, All About Tire and Brake, Battery Outfitters, and Trader Bills Outdoors, Hot Springs, and Little Rock locations. It's the Wild Side, Tuesday at 7 p.m., only on 103.7 The Buzz. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you know, we've talked so much about that hometown feel and what it's like at Southern Bank. But if you're a commercial investor, they need to come talk to you. We're involved with a lot of customers that have projects across the United States. Those projects can be some of the biggest projects you'd see in your communities. So really, there's no project that's too large for us to look at. If somebody's interested in learning more about what Southern Bank can do for their commercial investments, how do they get in touch with you? You just pick up the phone and call me at 501-424-0900. Just love to talk to you about your project, see what you've got going on, and see how we can be a help to you. And you talk about being a help. You really invest into your commercial investors by helping them through the process, looking at things to look out for along the way. I like to think we can throw things off of each other, listen to different viewpoints, and come to the best decision. If you want to learn more, go online, bankwithsouthern.com, or call Chris, 424-0900, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock in Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. All About Tire Break Tire Pros makes buying tires simpler, making sure you're ready for any adventure life throws your way. We offer a straightforward approach to tire and auto service that includes nationwide warranties, expert advice, and a great selection of Michelin tires. No matter what you drive or where you have driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Visit in-store in Mapleville or Little Rock or online at allabouttireandbrake.com. Tire Pros. Love the drive. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Gabby. Hey, Gabby. It's Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. I'm, I'm so glad I reached you at 2 a.m. Oh, of course. Anyone with a Discover card can call and talk to a real person 24-7. Now, how can I help? Yeah, I used my Discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas, and I'm just not sure I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to Discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Mark, remember, getting help from Progressive is so easy. You can use the mobile app, chat with us online, or call us. And you pick now to tell me. I couldn't miss little Grace's ballet recital. Oh, thanks for inviting me, by the way. Did I? Because you know I'm always here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can use the mobile app if I need help. Sorry, you're in my wife's seat, though? Oh, yeah, I gotta go anyway. <laughs> tell Grace, she nailed her chasse. Get the help you need from Progressive with our mobile app, online chat, or over the phone. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Not available in all states. UMS Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine presents Hannah Gamble each week when she joins the guys on Morning Mayhem. UMS Health, the official orthopedics and sports medicine provider for the Arkansas Razorbacks. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. College baseball season is here. Friday, first pitch. Got the Little Rock Trojans at home taking on the Shockers, Wichita State. We'll talk a little baseball right now with Trojans head coach Chris Curry. He joins us on Out of Bounds. Coach, welcome in. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Good to talk to you, Wes. Joe? You excited? 
I'm fired up. I'm ready to go. Three o'clock. We finally got good weather uh, rolling in here for a while. A little bit of rain on Friday. I turned into a weatherman this time of year, but a uh, little bit of weather, a little bit of weather on Friday afternoon. But after mm. that moves out, it, it's pretty. Uh, it's pretty dry. So we're excited. Got a big name program coming in. They've been to Omaha many times. A lot of big leaguers. So. It'll be a nice test our opening weekend for sure. See, my app, Coach, it shows the rain and small, small chance until Friday night. You're going to be okay. I'm going with your app. I'm going going with yours. That's what I'm talking about. Take us through the next few days, what what happens getting through the next few days and uh, getting that first game in on Friday. Sure, Joe. Uh, So right now we're, uh, we're about to warm up. And uh, we're going to play a modified scrimmage. So we're trying to get on on a Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday pattern because that's basically what we'll be on for the next 15 weeks through the season. And so we're going to warm up, do a little base running, individual defense with the different groups, you know, infielders together, catchers together, et cetera. And then we'll take batting practice in a pregame style um, like we do before a game. And then we'll scrimmage for about four innings today at 3 o'clock. And the reason it's only four innings is because we don't want to overextend anybody um, and make sure they get their proper rest and recovery before Friday. But it gives our guys a live at bat or two um, close to the game as we can get it and get some game speed feels. And then tomorrow we'll uh, go over some team fundamental things like our bunt coverages, our first and third defense. It's supposed to be really sunny and windy, so we always try to go fly balls on those days. Because you know half your outs are, are in the air, and then Thursday it's not a football walkthrough, but but we know exactly what that practice looks like. Um, we we make it our goal to make that practice ninety minutes or less, but cover a lot of ground. We'll start with scouting report and video on the opposing pitcher, their tendencies, base running, how aggressive they are. They're a new team. It's a new coaching staff. Ryan Green came from uh, out on the West Coast. Uh, the Northwest, and uh, they're, they're they're 30 new players, hmm. so it's hard to prepare for them with all the new faces. But and then we'll show up, stretch at one o'clock on uh, Friday, take batting practice infield, and then tee it up at three o'clock. Chris Curry with us, head coach of the Little Rock Trojans baseball team. Coach, what is your biggest concern right now? We got to figure out and make a decision here on the back end of our weekend rotation. Um, you know, Preston Davis is is the name of, of the coming weeks. You know, he was number two in the league in ERA before he got injured last year behind Jackson, and he is about about done with his shoulder. He didn't rehab. He didn't have surgery. He, he just got a little bit of things cleaned up in there, and he's two weeks away. So we've got three or four. Can't, we feel good, and I don't want to say yet, but we feel good. Obviously, Friday, it's Jackson Wells. Saturday, we, we think we know how we're going to go. But that Sunday starter, West, we got two or three, four candidates that are capable, but we're going to make some decisions here in the next 24 to 48 hours. As far as the starting lineup goes, I, I you know, it's going to be, you know, pretty much everybody that played the last game of the year for us is going to run back out there. You're older, you're stronger, you're better. Uh, the only decision there will be the DH, and that'll be based on matching up to their starter, who we believe is going to be the left-hander that's preseason all-conference in the American. You said the team is uh, the same team from last year, but what are some of the the differences, some changes, maybe some additions to the roster? Yeah, we added a uh, really good infielder out of California, uh, a defensive glove guy that provide depth at all four positions in case, you know, God forbid somebody goes down or we need to pinch run or make a move there. Uh, we got Reed Wilbanks out of Siloam Springs healthy. He was out last year, so that has infield depth. And then you've got, a, you know, a, an Oklahoma decommit from the summer who we picked up, a uh, big left-handed hitter, David Sorg, uh, a left-handed bat, a, a freshman, um, some catchers. We had some catching depth. Had a little turnover in that position. But Jake Wright out of Bryan as the starter. Our outfield is the same uh, same core, same group. So uh, the biggest thing, though, we added Joe was depth in the bullpen. Getting the ball from the starter in the fifth or sixth to the end of the game, guys. You know, Weatherly and Sever will be back. Weatherly finished the game. 
in five innings of relief at Fayetteville last year that we were able to win. So we're, we're kind of good on the bookends, so to speak. We, we gotta, we gotta shore up that middle relief, left-handed pitching, you know, right-handed matchup type stuff. Jackson Wells had the uh, breakout season last year. Who's uh, a candidate or a couple candidates to, to blow up this year for you? Well, I, I, I like Haas Brewer uh, from East Texas, and that's a Texas name. Uh, that's his <laughs> real name, but he's been with us for a couple of years, and we think he's figured some things out, and he's going to probably start out in that number two role. But he's a guy that could really, really blow up. You know, we got a freshman, West that we're excited about out of, out of Carlisle um, named Zach Busick, who metrically in the analytics had the best stuff of anybody uh, in in the fall um, and early spring. Now, as any freshman is, he's got he's got to polish up a little bit and and refine some command control of pitches, especially a breaking ball behind the count. But Zach Busick could be a name that you see really really take off. Trey Hill, catcher out of Farmington, hit a big home run against Eastern Illinois. We always catch two to three catchers every year. You can't go with one guy. He has probably the most raw power on the team. He just hits the ball the furthest. But uh, he, he, those are three or four candidates for me. Little Rock Trojans baseball coach Chris Curry joining us on Out of Bounds. Coach, what can you tell us about Wichita State and what you expect to see from them? Well, i got a left-hander, and we were looking at him on the video today. Um, it, it's, he, he throws cutters, so it's, it's not really a true – curveball with depth and it's not really well this is what the video was last year he may have reinvented a pitch or something like that it's always possible but what we see it's more cutters along the same plane into righties away to lefties uh we've read some reports and talked to some scouts that he that he may have found a, a forcing fastball there and a change up which is something that moves away from the righties and so we're just going to have to prepare um for him being good for him being a competitor after that, Joe, Joe, it's tough because the brand new coaching staff, uh, the portal, you know, pretty much gutted their old roster. They had a lot of good players that were were swooped in by other teams when there was no coach until they found. A, so it's a lot, just a lot of new new kids, junior college kids. Um, so we'll go back. There is a little video out there on on uh, junior college kids um, that we can research and some YouTube stuff, but it's but it's kind of hard getting. Division one, Division one video on those guys. Coach, you talked about uh, getting raided uh, in Wichita State and getting their players just plucked up in the portal. You've got the reigning ERA leader in the country in Jackson Wells, and you have what was it, four, five preseason OVC players? Was it in between four and six, depending on which publication you read? Did you have to fight off other schools to keep you know the, those guys from entering the portal? How did you do it? Well, well, that's a great question, and, and thankfully, and I think this this is a an accolade for Jackson that you know won't be talked about much. But he never he never wavered, he he never tried to leverage us. He he never for one time said, "Hey, I'm looking around. I got to look at my options. I got to think about my family." He he never blinked, and uh, I'll forever be no matter how the season goes, how his career ends up in this era of college athletics, I'll forever be grateful for his, for his loyalty because it's just unheard of. And a big part of that is he, he wants to see this thing through. Uh, a big part of it is all the good players that are returning on his team, on our team. We want to get to a regional. He wants to be a part of that team that takes us to a regional for the first time in a long time. And he has aspirations, like they all do, of – being a professional pitcher and the style of pitcher that he is, he's not a 95 to 96, 97 mile an hour guy. He is a command, four pitches, a lot of strikes type guy. So professionally to scout him, you have to see him in long, long stints, meaning he's got to really face a lot of hitters two to three times and show that he can get them out different ways. And he's got to really put down a track record of good numbers over a long season. Um, that that's how he projects. And so he knows his role here as a weekend starter. I think he likes that. He's from Rogers, likes being close to home, playing in the backyard. And, you know, I, he gets along with our pitching cat coach, Coach Cox, and feels like he develops. And 
You're right, though. Very, very lucky, and it's, it's a different world out there for sure every year with your roster. For Little Rock Baseball, when you pick to win the OVC, what kind of goals do you set coming into the season? Well, we had those goals uh, uh, picked for ourselves, Joe. It's a good question. And, and, and I think that your internal goals should always, always be higher than anybody's external goals for you, both in your life, with your family, as a person. Um, you know, if, if your goals and dreams don't make somebody else laugh and think you're crazy, your goals aren't high enough. And so we appreciate the nod and the respect from everybody else. It's a different look, Joe, because this program, especially in the Sun Belt, as good a baseball league as, as it is, we've always kind of been the underdog um, and, and kind of played the chip on our shoulder. You know, nobody respects this card, and, and now you got a target on your back. And some people say it's harder to, you know, to play from in front than work your way up. And there's expectations, but pressure's a privilege. That means that somebody thinks you're good enough to do something special. And so those are the messages that, that we're sending is, you know, I would much rather start the season with, with folks thinking that we've got a chance to be good than everybody saying you guys are terrible and probably won't accomplish anything. So uh, I think it's a good thing, and I think it's a good sign of where our program is. So is the internal goal to make a super, super regional? Super, yes, sir. That should make everybody laugh. So we'll go with a super, even Omaha. Why not? You know, one one thing I learned from coaching at other places that are really, really good, in in the postseason, you're only five wins away from Omaha. Five wins. That's that's 3-0 and in a regional, and then it's two wins on a weekend. And some say that the super can be easier to win than the regional mm-hmm. because you got one opponent, you play them, Two out of three, you're able to set your rotation. Of course, if you match up with a juggernaut, you get your hands full. I get it. But the, the, the regional is such a luck of the draw who you match up with. There's 64 teams around the country you could find yourself playing against. But they're good. I mean, we, we you know, Wes, we get it. You know college baseball yourself. It's going to be tough. But, yeah, yeah, I, I think why not go to Super, right? Mm-hmm. No, why not go to Omaha? There you go. That's what I'm saying. It should make everybody chuckle a little bit, and that means our goal's on track. Coach, we had a chance to meet the team at your baseball banquet, and you have players from all over. So how, how do you go about recruiting some of these players and getting them to come in and, and play in Little Rock? Well, first of all, I really appreciate you guys supporting Randy. I know, Wes, you had Fearless Friday, or, or you would have been there too. Um, and Wes has been a big part of our first pitch banquet in the past, but Joe, thanks for coming. Oh, it meant the world to Randy. He's actually coming out on Friday. Uh, and uh, spoiler, he's going to throw out the first pitch, and then, then he's going to broadcast from our game is what he tells me. So uh, we're fired up. But the team itself, we start here in Central Arkansas. We want to get the best players we can in our backyard. Then we work around the state. Obviously, there's great baseball programs in the state, and there's you know, not always enough players to go around, and that's fine. Then we start with our bordering state. We've got an outstanding academic package that we are able to offer for bordering state uh, players uh, if their grades are good enough. And then if we have special needs that, that, that we have on our roster, you know, maybe you need a left-handed hitter, we need another middle infielder, we need another catcher, and there's not availability, in our opinion, around us, then we'll branch out and you see a kid from Australia who actually came from National Park Junior College in Arkansas, and then you see a California kid there, Colorado. It's, it's, and those come through contacts and people that we know and trust, that, that we've had success in the past with their players, and they trust us to know that we're going to take care of them and they do well, and we trust them to give us an honest evaluation and scouting report of, of their player. Coach, good luck. It was great talking baseball with you. I'm excited for the season and for and following you guys this year all the way to Omaha. I very much appreciate it, Wes and Joe. I'm happy for you guys. I'm glad you uh, got a slot there. It's great, and uh, let's talk a lot this year. All right, we'll do it. We'll make it a plan. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Wes. Bye-bye. Chris Curry joining us. and Yeah, that's one of the things I've said. If they're successful, we're going to have them on the show. I mean, we were talking to UAPB last week in women's basketball. Unfortunately, they lost last night to Jackson State. Their best player, uh, Zay... 
I want to say Flowers, but it's not Zay Flowers. That's a wide receiver from the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Zay missed the game last night. Some knee uh, soreness. They got to get her checked out today. But anyway, the number one versus number two matchup in the SWAC went to Jackson State. Anyway, yes, if you uh, the Little Rock Trojans are good and they keep winning and they're winning the OVC, we're going to talk to Coach Curry a lot. It'll be exciting. Get this season started on Friday and go from there. Yeah, and look, Wichita State, that's a name program. Uh, they got Ole Miss on the road, Memphis, of course, Arkansas, UAPB, UCA. Uh, they're going to Murray State. It's a good schedule. Belmont. Um, and then the OVC play starts. So best of luck to the Trojans this year. Coming up, we're going to uh, let's talk a little Super Bowl when we come back. You know what? We may talk a little Daniel Gafford when we come back. He's found a home. I'm playing well. I'm so excited, Joe. I'm excited for him, and I'm excited as a Mavericks fan what Daniel Gafford brings to that team. Talk about Gafford next. This is Out of Bounds. Greenway proudly supports the DIYer in you. Whether you're a mover, a shaker, a groundbreaker, a risk taker, a challenge embracer, or a landscape visionary, whatever the task, we've got a John Deere tractor that can help move your project forward. You've got work to do, so let's get started. Reserve yours today in store or at GoGreenway.com. At Shelter Insurance, we believe insurance should adjust to fit your needs. We work to design an insurance plan that's particular to you. Insurance that fits just right. And Shelter Insurance ranked number one in customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region five out of the last six years by J.D. Power. Satisfied customers and a plan for you. Ready to check us out? For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Stephan Elmore, 501-537-0959. People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? You can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough, we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of enjoyment with that beach again. And the same thing happens happens with your knee or your shoulder or your hip or your back. We want to backfill the problems that have happened to this point. I'm not stopping the tide, so I'm not stopping the arthritis, but I want to get generations of enjoyment out of those joints again. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Learn more about how restorative biologic therapies can get you real and lasting joint pain relief. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Small business owners, we know finishing your to-do list can feel like climbing a mountain, but that mountain is also covered in banana peels. Then, when something new gets added to your list, you're like, nope, I'm already climbing this huge, super slippery banana peel mountain of a to-do list. At Progressive, we don't want to make your day any harder. That's why we make it easy to manage your policy on our mobile app. So climbing that banana peel mountain feels more like a leisurely stroll. See if you can save on commercial auto insurance in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. Need a new set of tires? Or maybe your car is making a noise that is waking the dead. Payday is still two weeks away, or maybe you're waiting on your tax refund. We've all been there. Your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot understands. That's why we offer several finance programs. Maybe your credit's not as spotless as you'd like it to be. Our understanding staff can help. All this and huge savings, too. Tire service and straight talk. Big O Tires. For all the times you multitask, Malvern National Bank has technology to make banking easier. When you need to transfer travel money into your account while on the go, 
when you need to pay your friends back for lunch, when you need to check the balance on your account, when you need to locate the nearest branch or ATM, or when you need to deposit a check and don't have time to go to the bank. Simple to use website tools and apps at your fingertips. To find out more, visit mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Out of Bounds, Westmore and Joe Franklin. Glad you're with us on this Tuesday. Sunny Tuesday. Love it. Last night for the Dallas Mavericks, Daniel Gafford. Check out this stat line. 16 points, 17 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 5 blocks in 24 minutes. He only played half the game. 16 points, 17 rebounds, 5 blocks in 24 minutes. That's being really efficient and... The 17 rebounds, I believe that was a, a tied a career high? Either, Yeah, it, it was a career high. I can't remember if it broke it or tied it. I remember seeing the stat, and then he didn't play anymore, so you may be right. He may have tied that. Um, but he is making an impact for the Mavericks in just two games. Uh, they've won five in a row now. Um, he's been a part of the last two. They got one more game before the All-Star break. Uh, but he has brought something they desperately needed and, and for that backup center. Right now he's starting because Lively, their starting center, is out. Uh, but when he comes back, they feel like those two guys, one of those two guys will always be on the court, and they're very similar, and it's going to be a very solid number five spot for the Mavericks. And that's what you get right before the NBA All-Star break and the trade deadline. You give uh, the new players with their teams a chance to kind of get – acclimated to what they do with with those teams and and get used to the the players the their teammates and then they have a break and now you get to come back and really build upon what you established to start with let's hear from daniel gafford after the game last night it went good for the most part you know i really enjoyed seeing all the guys again so at the end of the day came out and handled business took us a minute but we for sure got it done in the end game was it kind of odd first of all it was you know, it was something to adjust to, you know, just hearing most of you guys that I was in the same locker room with for three years talking crap to me, so. <laughs> what changed uh, for you guys in the fourth quarter? Just our energy, you know. I mean, it was a lot of adversity in those first three quarters. It was a lot of frustration from what I was seeing. I mean, of course, I was in my own head, too, from a lot of stuff that I missed, you know, down the stretch, a lot of coverage things that I missed when it comes to, came to the defensive side. But, you know, it's a long basketball game. You know, it's 48 minutes. You know, you just got to stay locked in, and sooner or later, if you do it the right way, you can take a step into the right path, most definitely, and that's what we did tonight. We stayed together. We pushed each other throughout the frustrations, throughout the adversities, and we got over every obstacle that came our way. How, how far along are you with, with, the, with the coverages? I mean, I'm sure that you, you, you know, studied everything, but there, there's still a amount of time it takes for it all to sink in. Mm-hmm. I know. think, you know, for sure before the All-Star break, I think I'll be good. You know, it's a lot of film that I need to watch still to just really kind of like be fully locked in you know I mean, it's my second game here so still just trying to kind of like process everything get everything locked in so most definitely before next game how different is the terminology from, from what you were dealing with in, uh, in washington mm, on the defensive side it's about the same offensive side pretty much everything most definitely, or uh, I'll just really just get out the way, in all honesty. <laughs> Let him do his thing and just be in the back end for a rebound or a lob. Uh, how much are you adjusting to, to him during passes? Has, has there been any that have, that have surprised you yet? A couple tonight is some of the ones that I could have caught, you know, like the lob that I missed and the one that I tipped off to uh, Josh in the corner. But other than that, I'm adjusting pretty well, you know, and I'm trying to for sure just kind of like, you know, be ready. They tell me it's a lot of late passes that'll come. They tell me it's a lot of crazy passes that'll come. So at the end of the day, I just got to have my antennas up. When Washington was calling on certain plays, did you say, hey, I know that play you ran in the court now? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> just pretty much everything that they ran, it was kind of like something that they that we had put in when I was there, like right when um, 
Keith had became the coach. So it was just like, okay, yeah, I know exactly what's coming. So I was just pretty much trying my best to kind of like talk guys through it. You know, I'm not really good at that yet, but I'll get there. <laughs> How you like Dallas so far? I mean, I love it. You know, just even from when I was a kid, just coming back and forth up here from my hometown. You know, uh, so Arkansas is only, my hometown is only four hours away from here. So just coming up here with friends, family, AAU, all of that. I always love coming to the city or anywhere in Texas in general, to be honest. Love the food here too, you know. <laughs> Did you, uh, I mean, even when you were there, Washington wasn't exactly a great rebounding team. Uh, did you kind of sense that, hey, I got to go after every ball tonight? I mean, not that you don't do that anyway. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I know those guys are going to be real physical coming in, just with just like how coach always emphasizes they want guys to always crash the glass, the guys that need to go crash the glass anyway um, at the end of the day. So just coming out, I knew the physicality was going to be there. And just going for those rebounds that I got, I felt pretty good about them, You know, and I came up with most of them. One of the things, because it's radio, after watching it, Daniel Gafford had a smile on his face just about the entire interview. You can just see how happy he is. Think about this. He was playing, and they, they were playing Washington last night, his old team, ironically. I failed to set that up, but they had nine wins on the season. Nine wins. Gafford's won two games in a week with the Mavericks. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's won almost a quarter of the way there in wins with Dallas in less than a week than he had the entire season with Washington. Imagine that, Joe. You're playing for a struggling team, a team that's got no shot at the playoffs, second-worst team in the NBA, and you get traded four hours away from your home to a city that you he just said he loved, and they're a winner. They're they're trying to win their division right now. They're eight seed in the if the you know playoffs ended right now. They got some work to do, but with this trade and PJ Washington, I mean I think the Mavericks they're only going to be better in the second half of the season and hopefully keep moving up in the standings to where they don't have to be in the play in tournament or anything. And who knows? Maybe they can work out their way up to a four seed or something like that and get home court advantage at least for the first round. But Man, what a what a change the news for Daniel Gafford when he gets that call from his agent or whoever, hey, you've been traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, it could be a career difference maker. And on paper, if you looked at the Mavs to see how their lineup stacks up against the Wizards and then you're looking at the records and what Luka has been this year and how incredible he's been, that, that was a tough, hard-fought game last night. So you can imagine – not only the emotions of playing against your former team, but then it wasn't an easy game. It was oh. a hard game to, to come away with a win. Now the Mavs did what they had to do down the stretch to get it, but it was a, a tough, hard-fought game. And then you add that on to Dan Gafford playing there before and now playing with the new team. It, it, uh, it, the emotions were going for him. I uh, pulled up the stats because I was like, Gafford's going off, playing well, and the Mavericks are losing to Washington? What in the world's going on? The shooting percentage was horrendous. I mean, Dallas couldn't buy a three. Uh, They were just struggling shooting the ball last night. Then they started attacking the rim and getting some easier baskets, and then it opened up and, like I said, pulled away in the fourth quarter. Sometimes the cream rises to the top, you know? Kind of turn it on at the end and go, okay, let's put these guys away. They got it done last night, but... Daniel Gafford, two for two. Two good games for the Mavericks, two wins. Coming up next, Coach Zimmerman will join us. We'll talk a little Razorback basketball with him. Hour number two next. It's Out of Bounds. Are you still on the sidelines? Then it's time you suit up and get in the game. Download Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app, Bet Saracen, today. Hey guys, it's Dee Dee from Ava Bella Day Spa, and Valentine's Day is here. We have specials ranging from $60 to $200.